Josh Gladstone could not be here again. He's dead. Yes. Uh, we killed him for the purpose of the Paranormal Podcast. He's going to be on as a ghost. We sacrificed him to make sure that this podcast would have a long and healthy grow season to make sure we had plentiful crops of funny coming from this podcast exactly so now we'll have you know we'll have a real ghost as a guest at some point we got extra paranormal stuff now we have a true crime part of it so like <laughs> we've got it all but instead in his stead we have mr wade taylor once again what's up everybody hell yes mr wade taylor who's so kind is putting us on his uh lovely website where you can listen to this fucking dumb dumb podcast that's right punninggame.com where you can find all the fun stuff everybody fuck yes where you can listen to his podcast that i actually really do enjoy so if you like this or monster jamboree be sure to give those a fucking listen who gives a f everybody hell yes but i give an f about the paranormal and that's what we're going to talk about here today wade yeah what do we, what do we got on we've the got the what black-eyed children which are is really that, particularly creepy is that like uh what you call children after they've been sculpted for misbehaving it's kind of like if the Black Eyed Peas just had children. <laughs> the black, it's like it's like the Jackson Five meets Black Eyed Peas. Just children singing my humps constantly. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be fucking just disturbing. Like the, kid, the kids' Bob version of my humps. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, that's awful. Just harmonizing <laughs> like children. No, no drama. You know what? No drama. I actually think that might be scarier than what these things actually are. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that thing where they turn like? music uh certain like rap songs into like baby lola vibes oh my god dude there's a one of my not one of my favorite albums because obviously like but uh i'll i'll fucking admit it on the podcast sometimes i like to listen to lullaby music when i'm falling asleep because <laughs> it's extremely relaxing and if you're ever just like fucking drunk as hell and you're like i want to listen to some fucking lullabies fucking there's a pink floyd the entirety of dark side of the moon has been turned into like a fucking children's lullaby album. <laughs> That's awesome. It's it's so relaxing because I'm like, this is fucking nice. Just talking about how government needs to go down. <laughs> <laughs> just, slow, just slowly say, like, fucking about the collapse of, like, the the heat death of the universe. <laughs> and just fucking tripping dick on acid. Comfortably now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking baby's first existential crisis. <laughs> Hell yeah, but Gets no. Gets up the next day like, what's the point of playing with blocks, mom? <laughs> Mom, can you buy me some books? <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe, please. <laughs> I want to read <laughs> and look at things. All of a sudden, it has like a hipster mustache and uh, black rim glasses. The next morning, it wakes up. It's like fuck yes, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of the like inevitable like transformation of this dumb mustache. <laughs> like, because as a comic, I'm definitely like at the point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like. Let's just get dumb with it. Yeah, let's just fuck around. I actually was thinking about that on the way here. Like, what if I just saved it off and just had a mustache? But I was like, I'd look too much like a dude from the 70s who was just <laughs> still hung around the high school. Dude, I think it would be a fucking awesome if we could somehow convince every male comic to get a like a mustache for like one photo. Just make op. it uncreepy for the. Yeah. For, for, uh, the, that's the whole point of Movember is to make the mustache not creepy anymore. Because Josh Josh has one right now. No, he's rocking it too. Yeah, he's he nailing really it. does. And but I'm, that helps when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Like you can't be creepy if you're in a relationship <laughs> and have a mustache. It's true. Like me and you being a single dude, like it's just creepy. It's weird. Yeah, and Katie's with mustaches, like you're either Freddie Mercury or like yeah, that's about it. I feel like the mustache in a, in the gay community, and you'd have to tell me. Like I feel like it. Everything it seems like has a meaning in the gay community. Like it's a, everything is a symbol of some. What is Kinda. a just wearing a mustache? Oh, in the, shit, it's got to be a meaning to it. Uh, you know what? I guarantee you're right. But like I for sure 
am just like not inv- not involved enough to fucking hey, know. There you go. Well, there but, you go. But black eyed children. Let's get back to that. Oh yeah. So the black eyed children. I'll just read off a of Wikipedia here. Speaking of gay men, black eyed children. Exactly. <laughs> You know how that happens. Great transition. But they are uh, an urban legend, so to speak, which just means it's the government's way of saying this isn't, you know, keep calm, guys. This isn't actually real. But you know what? Here on the fucking Grove, it's real as fuck. But uh, so here we go. It's the legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages 6 and 16 with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking, panhandling, or encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. There are children panhandlers? I've never seen a child panhandling in my life. I even know, wait, like you play Little League Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking panhandling. Uh, when you're fucking <laughs> standing outside the Walmart. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Sir, can you donate some money to the National Little League? Yeah, I guess when I think uh, that, that, I think that that's more of like a, that's a hustle though, because you're out there like actually trying to for, to sell something. Panhandler to me is you're wanting a free handout. Like oh, you no, got like, like the hat. You weren't even selling shit when I did it as a kid. It was just yeah. donations. Well, it's donations for sure. I don't know. I guess you're right. I don't know. <laughs> and of course, it I was never. Just, I just realized I've panhandled for most of my childhood. Now, <laughs> yeah, well, dude. When you like, when you think back on some of that dumb shit, like when you're like a boy scout or in the like fucking uh, baseball or whatever, and you're like going around, literally just like using the fact that you're like a child and like kind of cute to get money from people, because it's like, ah, oh, fuck. There's like this eight-year-old kid who wants money to play baseball. I can't fucking give, not give him money, or I'm an asshole. I can't tell him to go to hell. Yeah, or like it's not like that female lady down the street. Yeah, it's not like the fucking you know like Red Cross like Santa, where you're just like fuck you. You don't like gay people. You don't get shit from me. <laughs> Red Cross Santa doesn't like he doesn't no, like gay people. <laughs> the Red Cross is extremely homophobic. Oh, I don't know anything about the Red Cross. Yeah, no, that's uh, just fun fact. Red Cross homophobic. Mm. Or no, 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 not the Red Cross. I lied. The Salvation Army. That's the people who do the mm. Santas. So. Same well, concept, they though. are the army after all. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck the Salvation Army. Red Cross is still fine. I f- well, they're all right. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Red Cross is the one that sanctioned the fact that gay people can't give blood. But who knows? I don't know. Yeah. That was like one reason I had to like... Uh, I, fuck it. I probably can't say that. <laughs> I'm going like, to gloss over what I was going to say. But up, 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 up. Hey. But yeah, so the black-eyed children, essentially, uh, well, what I understand about them is they're like weird it this fucking wikipedia has nothing on them so I'm but, just gonna okay but it's like so they're they're creatures that are taking the form of a child is yes. what it is and now do they always have black eyes or do they somehow like hide them now and then no 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 that's the whole point of the black is it, children. Is, is it is it like right away like if you get in the light just right their eyes turn black and you're like ah god like so you're just trying to uh, play the angle of the sun to be like it where just is depends it? on you know who's telling the story like, some people are like, oh, they look like normal kids, and then, like, you know, when I go to let them inside, then their eyes turn, like, coal black, and uh, they'll ask, like, weird questions. Like, they'll ask about, like, you personally, but, like, things that they shouldn't know. Like, if you invite – because you're not supposed to invite them into your house. It's like, the same like, – it uh, sounds like the same rule as vampires. Kind of, yeah. It, I, it, I heard that the other day. Is it, like – is that a known vampire fact that, like, they – like, part of the story is, like, a vampire can't enter your home unless you invite them in? Yeah, that's kind of what, like – part of the lore i mean i've never heard of that so yeah. I, didn't, I found that out the other day and i was like well that's creepy yeah uh are you, if uh, have you watched the castlevania anime at all yeah i watched uh i watched the second i'm just starting yeah. the second season i'm like three episodes in oh shit so yeah there's i think there's it might have been even the fourth episode where dracula has to cross the threshold of somebody's home and he's like may i come into your home or whatever and that's just kind of like a little homage to that like vampire lore huh i did not know that i didn't know the part about vampires not being able to cross running water I didn't know that either. That's new. That's 100% new to me. So you're telling me all we got to do is get a fan and a puddle and just... <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, if you got, like, a fucking moat, like, is that, is that the point of moats? 
I thought the moats were, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But they're not running water, though. I mean, you could probably, you know, like, have a stream, like, going in. Yeah, well, uh, that's the other question. When they say running water, do they mean, like, it has to be naturally running water? Is it art- can artificial running water? Like a, what is it, like a, if you somehow get, like, a turn wheel pushing the water? Yeah, like. How does what? it work? Or and that was the other thing too is like even the vampires didn't know in the fucking anime they're like we don't fucking know or if it's true or not but fuck it. But what's weird about that is the one back in the in the anime he's a Viking. Yeah, which like, is kind of neat. Yeah, it is neat, but like okay, if he's a Viking vampire, how the fuck is he crossing oceans? I don't. I mean, maybe maybe oceans don't count. Bodies of water don't count. I guess. I mean, maybe it just has to be rivers. Like fuck. Yes. Vampires are anyway, shit. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, so the black-eyed children, they come into your house if you let them, but you're not supposed to, and they just ask weird questions. And a lot of people are like, are they ghosts? Are they demons? Are they aliens? Because the whole per- like premise of them is that they literally just are like weird, creepy kids that have black eyes that want to come into your house and like won't leave you alone until like, prob- like a while. Like They fucking keep bugging you. They're census workers. Oh, my God. <laughs> let us in. Just we asking you questions. How many people live in this household? Uh, I don't know, like four, I guess. Uh, yeah, okay. And uh, what's the mean income of the household? What? What the fuck? <laughs> Get out of here! You you don't need to know any of this. Fucking! Can you imagine? What stocks that? have you bought? Can you imagine that being your fucking job? Just going around like trying to figure out who, like, literally just fucking or like cold calling people. Like, hey, is there is this phone number still active? Cool. Dude, I can't. Like, I don't even think. Yeah, I haven't had a regular person cold call me or try to do a telemarketing thing in a while. It's all the robot calls now. I get like event like every once in a while I get one, but the ones that I get a lot now is like and I don't usually answer my phone if I don't recognize nope. the number anymore. But like sometimes I still do just because I'm like if it looks vaguely like not suspicious, like I don't know, like I'll get like a good feeling sometimes. Like I don't know who it was that called me, but I didn't recognize her number, but I answered it anyway. And it turned out to be, like, an important phone call. Nice. And I was like, holy shit. Well, like, I just, like, if it, this is my new rule if you with a phone call. If it's, if you call me and I don't have your number, I'm not picking it up, no matter what. Even right. if I, like, the area code. Because the robot calls, they even ma- match your area code and, like, yeah. the first three things are your cell phone number now. Yeah. It's real I, weird. So I don't answer it. And if it's, and if uh, they call, don't leave a message, the number is immediately blocked. Yeah, I'll. I'll sometimes call back if they leave a message, but sometimes they'll even leave messages. See, I've never had one actually leave me a message that I couldn't tell. Like, and I, I, I guess that's not true. I've had one leave a message, but it's clearly what you know what it is, so yeah. I just block it. Am I block I, all those call, any of those phone numbers. My favorite are the, like, you are in trouble for a crime. You need to turn yourself in for this crime. Otherwise, we're going to arrest you for this crime. And right. it'll literally just say, like, crime. It won't say, like, what you did. It'll just be like, you were wanted for a crime. And it's like, I'm sure I am. Right, no shit. <laughs> well, dude, what's creepy is uh, uh, my grandpa had, like, they, they target old elderly people. Yep. You heard of the scams where they'll, they'll call and, say, like, pose as somebody's grandchild. Yeah, so it's It happened up. to my... They said it was... uh. They called my grandpa and tried to get my butt, my little said they were my little brother, and I don't know if they actually used my brother's name or not, or if my grandpa thought it was Jake and just was at Jake and they ran with it, like you know, just like take the opportunity oh, and got shit. it. But the where they got him, where my grandpa realized it was fake, was he's like, oh, I just got arrested for a DUI. My brother's never drank alcohol in his fucking <laughs> life, <laughs> so like yeah, they just it was like my grandpa's like yeah okay sure and just hung up. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's fucking the greatest fucking way to fail is just like not at all know the person be like oh yeah i just i oh, man i got busted with a fucking gram of coke and it's like mm, what yeah <laughs> you're like a pastor my guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing well let's be honest the catholic church probably is peddling cocaine Mm, I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel like Coke is a good church drug. <laughs> I feel like they. De- I'm feeling the Lord today. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not a uh, northern church. <laughs> Southern church, whole different ball game. <laughs> They're all just fucking like. I fucking love Jesus. <laughs> I'm ready to get this shit done. I'm gonna start a business with him. <laughs> <laughs> me and Je- me and Jesus started a business, and it's called faith. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I feel like the Catholic Church would 100% do with like roofies, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, um, sedating these black eyed children. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it got the black Oh, eye. God. It's the black eyed children are just a bunch of fucking Catholic rape victims. Yeah, they're just Jesus. they're just soulless now because they've the innocence has been stolen from them. <laughs> the fucking Pope just vampire like sucked it out of their fucking yeah. heads. What if that was actually? What if that's what the fucking Catholic Church is? It's just a fucking. What if Alex Jones is like halfway right and the psychic <laughs> vampires are real, but it's just the Catholic Church? Maybe, man. Well, th- this is the you thought it, you just brought this up about how they would um th- they would come to your door and stuff and ask people questions and yeah. things like that. This is one reason why like conspiracy theories, in a way, like or like not even like conspiracy theories, but like um. Uh, paranormal theories and things i feel like going the wayside is because of the not just because of like the internet and you can study them more but the fact that uh people socialize more on the internet than they do in face to face yeah so like going door to door isn't a thing anymore so like creating these creepy like things about all this person like if you had somebody tell you a story about someone came to their door you'd be like Nah, that didn't happen because you fucking <laughs> no. only talk to people through Facebook, you yeah. fucking weirdo. Well, that's what's cool is, uh, you know, going off your thing about everybody using the internet now is now internet urban legends are like the big thing. Really? Yeah, like there's, a, and they're starting to get, I think it was called like Blue Whale or something like that is one of them. I don't uh-huh. remember if that's exactly what it was, but I, I listened to it about a, on a podcast that I like. And essentially what it is, is like uh, some like person, I mean, and they just like, you know, they fucking cold message people to like, because... You shoot out, you know, a thousand messages, you get, you know, five replies. You have enough fun with that. Right. And what it is is, like, you say, like, oh, do you want to play Blue Whale? And then, like, you usually tar- they usually target, like, young teens, like, dumb teens. And, like, they're like, you want to play Blue Whale, blah, blah, blah. You, what you got to do is you got to send us naked pictures as collateral because you can't, you know, you can't quit the game once you start playing. And that's what it is. Like, we won't release it, but, like, you send us a naked picture so that, you know, we can, you know, have that as collateral so we know that you won't quit. And then they just keep telling them to do progressively more and more fucked up shit. Like, one of the first things is, like, cut yourself. And then, like, the other one's, like, you know, like, hurt an animal. And then, like, at the end, it's kill yourself. And kids were literally killing themselves playing this game. Wasn't isn't, – aren't they making a movie about this right now? Maybe. I swear I saw this where it's, like, uh, these – oh, no, it's not about that. Uh, well, it kind of and kind of is, I guess. I saw a trailer for a movie where it's another one of those, like – it, it, this is what makes me laugh is like this is how I know like our like I'm going back to my point about how we just socialize through the internet. Yeah. It's another one of those movies that have been coming out recently where it's all through like Skype version so it's like six oh, people yeah. on k- screen and shit like that. And some dude found a laptop oh, and like Brendan. Yes. I watched that movie. Oh, did we, you? We did an episode. Oh, that's of, right. Yeah. yeah I listened to that. That's why I was sitting here thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but like it, that movie it's fucking crazy because that's basically like the same thing, isn't it? Because yep. they find a laptop which has fucked up shit on it, and then they 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 want the laptop back, 
because it's part of a game, right? Yeah, well, the end of the movie, like, reveals that it was just basically, like, a whole ploy. But, like, the whole time you're watching it, like, you don't know that, but the whole time you're watching it, the point of, like... So he essentially steals a laptop from, like, an internet cafe that has... Right. Because it's been there for, like, six weeks. He's like, fuck it, I'll just take it because, like, it's, you know... I want a new one, and fuck it, no one's coming back for it. And then it turns out it had like it's a an Apple Pro, man. I'm not gonna let that yeah, go to waste. Exactly. I'm not gonna just wait for that shit. I'm gonna get into editing, man. <laughs> I movie. <laughs> Fucking. So he picks it up, steals it, blah blah blah. He gets a message from this random account on Facebook, like, "Hey, you have my laptop." And he's like, "No, I bought it on uh, Craigslist." He's like, "Show me the fucking ad." And he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck." He's like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." I like I like how that's the trump card. Like, show me the ad, dude. It got taken down. I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't screenshot everything I buy from Craigslist, like, yeah. especially hookers. I don't keep a trail. <laughs> I don't have a receipt. But yeah, no. So that whole thing, and then like, basically, show me the post. What a prick. Yeah, yeah like basically calls him out, and the dude was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." So he basically what he does is uh, because he's like you know some super secret internet murder hacker. Because uh, the the thing is is. What they believe that they found a uh, like a contract killer's laptop essentially. Okay. Because they find like uh, basically like photos of people being like tortured and murdered, and yeah, like they get pulled into some like random like dark web uh, type chat room type thing where they like have somebody pulling up a contract or something like that, and he's like trying to figure it out because. He knows that if he doesn't respond correctly, then, like, they're going to, you know, track his fucking up and fuck him up, essentially. But and it, his girlfriend eventually gets, like, found by the fucking people. So that's how it goes. Yeah. It's like, and then it we starts have picking people yeah. off. Yeah. It's like, we have your girlfriend. You have the laptop. We'll make a trade. And then just slowly throughout the movie, people keep dying. Gotcha. Well, we don't need to recap the movie again. <laughs> Go listen to the episode of the uh, the Monster Jamboree where they talk about Unfriended. Yeah. It's a good episode. It, it was pretty fun. I It was one of the movies, I actually, like, I think we gave a pretty good score, too. Yeah. But, like... You, uh, I guess uh, like there's that game you're talking about like that's a thing but you don't see you're not going to see like individuals or like weird things like that on the internet it, like I feel like that's kind of killed these like weird sightings I feel like you don't hear about people seeing weird shit as much anymore because they're all like on staying at home yep. online all the time and the problem is in a world of video cameras seeing is believing for sure now yeah like you, you, if you say, oh, I saw this, and it's like, well, why didn't you get a video? Because it's like, oh, well, fuck. Because right. I live in the moment, Dave. <laughs> I, I don't, I, like, oh, fuck. I, speaking of which, Ari Shafir's making some goddamn sense with getting a flip phone. Oh, dude. I think about it all the time. Like, I definitely want to, like, you know, have a fucking thing to do business with and have it. But at the same time, I'm just like, fuck, it'd be so nice to know that my phone is a phone. And if somebody wants to fucking contact me. That's all it's for. Well, that's like uh, the idea I've started like kicking around uh, was like just going and getting uh, like one of the, like the new iPod, uh, Apple or iPod touches. Yeah. I couldn't even remember what the fuck they were called. That's <laughs> how long it's been since I've actually had one. Well, I still have an iPod, but like an iPod touch, like one of the new ones, get like one of the 120 gig ones. Right. And then you can just look because I, I just want it from like I can keep my music, my podcast and all that shit on there. And then when I connect to Wi-Fi and shit, I can have Twitter or whatever. Yeah. But like, and then getting a flip phone for when I'm going out and doing stuff. And then it's just like, nope, you don't have the connection to all this if you don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, That's kind of the idea I've been trying to float around with my head. I kind of, I've been thinking about getting a quote unquote business phone. Yeah. Where it's like, I only have people that like, you know, that I would consider like 
important enough to have their phone numbers because i feel like phone numbers are like the new vip list yeah because like you can add anybody on fucking facebook messenger like telegram like fucking messaging apps oh it's hilarious how many times i've like trying to network with people now and just be like i'll give you my email or my phone number or you can give me yours vice versa and they're like very hesitant about doing it and i'm just like well i don't have facebook and i'm not gonna get it just to do this like i'll give you my email my email is a super easy way to contact me everybody's got one that's what's weird is people still like they i feel like it's this that old fear of when you know in high school they're like don't give your phone number to people but then in today's world it's like you give your phone number to every business you go into and also like face like we have no, we don't have that same like hesitation about like, oh, here's my Facebook, here's my messenger name, here's my fucking. Telegram. It has arguably way more personal oh, information. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why it's so funny that people are like, oh, I don't really want to give you my phone number, but here's this. Like, I can contact you the exact same, like with the amount, the exact same amount of ease, with or without your phone number. Right. Well, what's interesting too is, uh, I I wonder too if it's maybe people feel. Um, a phone number now, because you do connect your phone number or email to a ton of different uh, things. I guess that's true. So I guess maybe, like that's like a jumping off point that people get freaked out about. Or it's with that kind of information, you could definitely get to a lot of people. It's crazy with like two or three pieces of information of about somebody how much you can find just by googling. Oh yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It, it, what's really weird is like people think it's so crazy that you can find out where people live or like I can't believe it. Dude, you go to your fucking county websites for where whatever county you live in or city, oh, yeah. and there's this. It's all there. It's all there. It's all public record. What's really fucked and crazy though, what I don't like is I think it was like ancestry.com or some shit, like some weird site. Like they had your family ties and all that, and I was like, all right, that makes sense. But they had known associates. I didn't know about this. That one was weird. My dad definitely has been did ancestry.com for a while, just tracing back our stuff, but I don't think he ever told me about like being able to find yeah, I don't associates. Know if, I don't know if it was necessarily ancestry.com, but it was it was one of those like one of those find yeah. who your fucking relatives were. Yeah, so. and uh, I of course I looked myself up cuz like that's what you fucking do, and it was like known associates and it just listed a bunch of my friends and I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, dude, all it is is calculating. Like you can uh, if We've given up, like when people say we want privacy, no you no, don't, no. you don't have privacy anymore, it's gone. Literally, I could figure out who you talk to or probably who knows you the best by just going to a Facebook page and seeing who likes most of your statuses oh, yeah. most of the time. Yeah, you can find, like, just, you know. Call. And then vice versa. I can see, like, Twitter's a perfect example. Like, you see, you, you can now see what the person, like, it never used to show, like, what you liked or or starred or whatever. It never used to show that. But now when you go to a Twitter account, you can see the, the, the retweets, the likes, and, and then the original posts. So you could go through and see everything they've liked, and then you could go to, like, okay, they like this person's page, and then they can go back through and see what they've liked to yours, and you can buy comparison. Yeah. It, it, it's all numbers. It's like it's not that – it's people don't realize that you're giving up all this information Isn't constantly. Isn't that how, like, Ted Cruz got in some trouble a little while back? Is he was, like, steady just liking porn, and somebody went to his Twitter page and went through his likes, and there's just a shit ton of porn. I don't think there was a shit ton. Of, there was one post he definitely, yeah, that was a definite porn that was <laughs> liked. But to be honest, you think Ted Cruz is actually running his Twitter account? Like, that's I, fair. I guarantee you, it was like I've I run the I, a fucking intern. I, I co-run the the pun and game dot com Twitter account. Yeah. And there's times where I'm in there and I find something like it. And I'm like, oh, I'll retweet that and like it. And I think it's on my page and I retweet it on the other page. <laughs> Not that like, oh, that's shit. a big deal because yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. the same thing, but it's like 
if you forget you're in the wrong account, man, you <laughs> can fuck true. somebody's political career it's up. It's like that fucking episode. Did you ever watch BoJack Horseman? L- a little bit. I wasn't too big of a uh, fan. Well, there's an episode where one of the characters is running like a celebrity's Twitter, and they accidentally tweet, I'm getting an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That sounds like you just get a bunch of, oh, you're brave. That's, no, that, yeah, that's, that's what the episode ended up being. It was really funny because it was like. So brave. It was, it was really, I don't know, it was, it was. I like BoJack Horseman because it shows a lot of the, like, weird <clears throat> kind of, like, not necessarily even underbelly, but just, like, the dumb side of Hollywood of, like, oh, like, nobody's actually, like, knowing what the fuck they're doing. All of this is luck. All of this is who you know. Like, yeah. not the shit that you think people are doing. It's been, like, weird political campaigns that, like, somebody else dropped out of and somebody else took. Like, yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. That, and that's why I like that show is, A, it's well-written, and B, like, shows kind of a different side of Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I forgot. I was gonna make a point, and I forgot now what it was. I don't know. Got talking about Facebook, the known associate. Oh, I was gonna bring this up. Uh, have you seen like the new stories coming out? Because you brought up Ancestry dot com yeah. about the twenty three and Me stuff. How they're like selling off the data. Yeah, it's people fucked up. Of course. How did you not think that was gonna? They like how did people are like? Oh no, they're just making money by selling these kits. No, they're not. They're not. And like I think they're like, uh, like. Two, they're, they're like a couple million more like d- uh, samples of DNA away from being able to basically have the entire genome of the entire world. Was fucking? I mean, they solved a fucking murder with twenty. Was it? It was either one of them. It was twenty. It was that uh, the Golden State Killer. Wasn't yeah, it? which is fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like uh, just. I don't know. Uh, do you listen to True Crime podcast at all? No, not really. Uh, I listen to one this. Dude, I'm trying to laugh all the time. There's, the world's dark enough. I don't. Need <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I listen uh, to comedy podcasts well, basically. Uh, there's this one, and that's why we drink. Which is, it's these two girls. Okay. They do paranormal and true crime, but like they're just two white girls, so it's pretty funny because their their takes on a lot of stuff is. I mean, they, it's a really extremely well-run podcast, and it's not funny because they're white girls. It's just they have that like white girl perspective on things, and it's. Very very funny. Gotcha. Yeah. So they, they like their whole th- they they did one on the Golden State Killer, and of course they're not like fans of the serial killers, but they're fascinated by them because I, I guess I haven't you know a bit about it where you know women for some reason are fascinated with serial killers. Yeah, it's a, it's a real weird thing. Like most girls I know are super into that. Yeah, it's a it's really common. Like a lot of my uh, especially on Facebook, I'll see them post about it, and I'm like, what is this weird trend that a lot? Of you know what I think it is, and this is just a purely spec speculative like just a thought maybe is it shows in a weird way that women are somewhat attracted to like the dominance of it like it it, like if you're like because men used to just kill men and that's how you protected the women so they know it's a stronger person but what's weird is like uh, and and then like i just literally started this is how my brain works i just started arguing with myself in my head mid-sentence there that doesn't make sense because most killers are killing females or weaker targets anyway, so that doesn't yeah. make sense. So why are they truly attracted? To I don't know. Because it's I, I shouldn't say attracted, but they are fucking it's, weirdly effectuated with them. Yeah, no, that's why I have that bit where it's like they don't like serial killers; they like serial killers who killed other men. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. It's 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 fun. But yeah, they uh, they talked about the Golden State Killer on there, and then like literally maybe. A couple weeks later, he got busted, and I was like, "That's fucking crazy." And yeah. Did you know it was Pat Oswalt's wife had like a lot to do with it? Yeah, something about the book. Well, I guess that's not necessarily true, but uh, it, it like she did have something kind of like a book that before she died. Yeah, she, she was. Gave, but it like that got blown up a little more apparently mm-hmm. than it was. I don't know the details of it, but from what I've heard, it's like 
it played a part, but not as big as everybody was tried. It's still kind of crazy to. though. No, it's it's wild. What was it? That was like a forty-year-old case that got solved. And you know that he was like, I got away with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll never get. I'm never just sipping get... iced tea on a boat, just like. <sighs> That bitch is dead. <laughs> I, I, did, I did a good job. Well, a lot of, and it was crazy because he, so many people knew him and they were just like, yeah, he was just a good dude. Like, didn't, didn't see any problems with him. What's crazy is how many people, uh, uh, how much crime actually is gotten away with. That's what likes to scare everybody's like, look at all these crime statistics. So I'm like, yeah, what's crazy is you don't even, the people who are really good at it, you don't even know are doing it. That's why I'm really surprised that there hasn't been a in the world of the internet, with all of the crazy intelligent people who know not only how to like code and you know cover their tracks and the people who are basically like being okay being sneaky in person is, you know, that's child's play compared to being completely footprintless on the internet. Oh, dude, it's impossible. Yes. Yeah. But there's people out there who can do it. You know, the internet assassins and all this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised there hasn't been somebody who's like, fuck it. I'm going to be the world's greatest serial killer and I'm going to show everything. I'm going to make, like, because that's what serial killers, like, a lot of, uh, they like games, some of them. Not yeah. all of them. Like, some of them just, you know, crimes of passion. But some of them were like, the Zodiac. He was, to this day, like, nobody knows who the Zodiac killer is. Yeah, by the way, hilarious thing on Halloween. Ted Ted Cruz Cruz, tweeted out, like, the Zodiac thing. I (laughs) thought that was hilarious. I was like, that's the best. As as much as a piece of shit as Ted Cruz is, like, he at least has a sense of humor. Yeah. But, yeah, no, like, nobody knows the Zodiac. I'm surprised there hasn't been, like, live stream serial killers. Like It's called Live Leak, dude. Yeah, but I just mean, like, it's not, like, a huge thing. Like, there's not just, like, one guy just going at it i bet you there is we just don't know it because it's i was talking with somebody about this the other day um the world is so different now in the things that people pay attention to like even grow well, when we were growing up around the 90s like you still were watching tv everybody was getting their entertainment and all this stuff news it's all from the same sources all the time with the internet now and the expansion of it all we've done it we've like divided all these sub pockets of things that you're into you could be into something that I'm not into and have this whole nother language and culture that you're super into. I just don't know about it because I've never been exposed to right. it. Like, so for there to not be like a, I guarantee you in some fucked up part of the world, there is that kind of shit. There's all sorts of fucking evil out there well, that's I mean, just being like, that's probably that we don't even know that's going on, but it's people know about and are just like, they watch it and it's fucked up but i mean the the zodiac was like national everyone yes. knew that I, that's what i'm saying like, i think it's mostly some, like i'm sure that there are like amateur serial killers who are trying to you know push it off i like, like how you said amateur like when do i get to the pro when I, how do i get to the majors yeah <laughs> i guess i probably shouldn't try to <laughs> put him in like oh you're, you're you're pretty good uh you could do a couple you know you're a little sloppy here but no i'm just how'd I'm, you get your start in yeah. serial killing well, you know, I uh, started out pretty just like any other jobber, you know. I uh, started snapping cat necks and, uh, you know, got a real good feel for it, got the technique down, and then uh, uh, slowly, slowly started waking, making my way up. Tim, he's like, oh, he's sweating, like, after, like, a, a beheading. He's got blood on his head. <laughs> it's just like a sports interview. Well, I mean, <laughs> They're just interviewing like it's LeBron. I guess I, I think amateur, and I think, like, uh, it's like, a, you know, some guy who gets away with, like, two murders, whatever. Like, I, obviously, not that it's two murders isn't a lot. But I think actually technically it's three has to be 
the new quantum Matt, physics. I just came up with a great idea that we need to do. Oh, no. We need to take, um, uh, what's his name from Milwaukee, who was a serial killer. Um, is that Dahmer? Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer footage, because there's so much of him. Um, and, you know, the thing with documentaries is, especially with serial killers, they make them really creepy and overtony yeah. just by using music and pl- selecting, right? Let's get the raw footage and edit it to make it like an inspiring sports story. (laughs) (laughs) His first murder. Yeah, it's just like you know what I'm talking about, where he has that like from the slums of the (laughs) underground and like he rose slow mournful horn music. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just a lot of top lighting. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I met Jeffrey. Oh man, wow. Uh, He's just. Seemed like a normal guy. He just he had something different, about him, you know. <laughs> like I looked at him and I was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna make something." <laughs> Everyone's gonna know your name. That's my favorite part. Is like when they like they find like the big star and they go they find like his neighborhood barber and he's like, "I remember I cut his hair." And I was like, "This kid's gonna be a multimillionaire." He's got, he's got the greatest hairline I've ever seen. He'll be something. And, and they just make some some bullshit because that fucking barber. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah, they remember like, "Oh fuck, I cut Kobe <laughs> Bryant's hair one time." <laughs> yeah, no shit. I wanted ten dollars. That it'd be funny if someone was just finally honest. I just wanted ten bucks. Yeah, like, I don't fucking yeah. Give a but shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, you had to kill at least a bit. There was like the there was some doctor in I think Germany or somewhere in that part of the world, not the United States or this part of the world at all. Uh, that he was a nurse or some sort of medical worker, and he would just overdose people. Just then you see, I feel like that's so common. It's crazy. There was like I just read a story the other day about like a nurse who uh, like a, a male nurse. Yeah, who, that was the guy. Yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah. Like so. Okay, we're talking about yeah, the same thing. He but was over, he but those stories, you feel I feel like those stories come out constantly about like these nurses or somebody who just started killing elderly people. It's fucking nuts. What's dude. weird is the listen to their justification of things because yeah. they uh, it, it it proves like it, that how willing our brains are to make it so our actions are okay oh yeah it's so fascinating to we'll do mental gymnastics to fucking justify our nonsense oh dude it's crazy like and we do it every day like with all this like i do it every day with like my food choices oh yeah you know what i mean but it's weird how much we actually can twist our own thoughts to justify an action oh yeah dude. and but and to hear the like people commit insane acts and uh it, or even like think about the, the the our topic of today the black-eyed children yeah like trying to go through the justifications that this is a demon like to do the jumping through the hoops like whereas like it might have been something like that or it could have been like some kid who had some f- kind of fucked up disease that nobody yeah. knew about well the thing with the black-eyed children is one of my favorite things about it is it's one of the older ones Right, because and because it's physical. That's basically what it comes down to. Is if it's a if it's a physical urban legend anymore, that's what really makes it fascinating to me. Is because I've like I'm a, I've I've been fascinated with storytelling my entire life. Like, and urban legends have always been a particular soft spot for me because they're one of the few. And unfortunately, the internet has really killed it a lot. But they're one of the few word of mouth st- kind of stories left. Especially, and that's why I love like particularly like herb like local urban legends like i need to learn more about des moines urban legends but in burlington there was two or three spots that i knew about personally that were you know haunted and had like some weird paranormal shit about it like there was a cemetery in one in a park that you know if you went in there after dark after the you know what uh and it was always like i found out later like 
the gate is almost always open. But it's like if you go out there on this specific day, for some reason, the gate guard leaves the gate open. And if you go in there and you shine your headlights at this particular uh, well, headstone that's like in the center of the thing, it glows blood red in the moonlight. And I was like, well, I got to try this out. So I went there on the specific day and it, I think it mostly – the original urban legend probably came from the fact that there was like a full moon and it kind of makes this like, and the way that the trees do it, it makes it look like it's like moving and shifting and all fucked up. Cause of like the leaves and the shadow, like it did look really creepy, but right. like there was like, I think the blood red thing was probably like somebody's addition. I think the original would probably have been like, if you look at this fucking statue, it looks like it's moving. Cause it did like, it looked really creepy. That's, that's pretty dope. And then there I was like another that. one that was like, if you, and it was, it's always cemeteries. Did I tell you about the, uh, if I, I don't remember what, what we all talked about last time I was <laughs> on here. Did I ever tell you about any of the Council Bluffs kind of no, like remission? No, tell me about that shit. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, well, I, I bet you've heard of this one, the Black Angel. No. You've never heard, oh, okay. See, I feel like a lot of people were Wait, is that Iowa. the one in Iowa City? No, this is the one in Council Bluffs. Okay. There's a Black Angel. Uh, the story goes that a woman died. I can't tell you who it was. Right. But a, the woman died, and uh, for her uh, um, gravestone, uh, they got her a pure white granite angel statue. And so they put that there, had the funeral, and then, like, the husband or the daughter, somebody came back the next day, and the granite was pure black. Whoa. And they were like, what the fuck? So they got rid of it, brought back another one, day later, come back, and it's black again. And uh, there, the myth is still to this day. If you go there at midnight and you stare at, if you stare at it in the eyes, they'll glow red. And if you do, they curse you for the rest of your life. Oh shit! So that's the myth. I've never gone up there to look. I, I've seen the black angel. I've never gone up there at midnight or anything like that because that shit freaks me out. Oh yeah, no, that's I, that's the kind of shit I love. Where it's like, even if you don't really believe it, you're just like. Why fucking chance it? Yeah, we had well, we had one too. I don't even know if this is like a hometown one, but this was definitely one that like me and my friends always uh, talked about. Which was uh, there was a place right off of Madison Avenue, like uh, it's right when you get past the mall and Council Bluffs, and all of a sudden you show up and there's a row of houses just like on the street, but there's this one house where uh. Where it, uh, the house had burned down, I think, at some point, and they never rebuilt. I think it burned down like twice, if I remember right. But th- and then they eventually just never rebuilt there. But there was one door, and Council Bluffs is known for the bluffs, the yeah, hills. Yeah. And there was a door that was part of this building, th- this home that had burnt down, but it was against the, the um, against the hill, and against the bluff. And it was just sitting there, and we called it the door to hell oh, because hell yeah. the house had burnt down all the time. And we t- made uh, like we talked about how like it definitely leads to hell. Like if you open it, it would just be flames and brimstone and all that shit. Now I don't know if that's an ur- if like that's a legend around the town, especially considering the fact that the house burnt down twice. Yeah. But that's what we always talked about. Oh yeah, and that's kind of the fun. I always thing love too. creating like yeah. your own mythology. Yeah, that, I mean. And especially when you're a kid and you have that imagination to truly, like, project a belief into something like that. You can make something that's totally, like, banal into something horrifying. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, we talk, I was talking to somebody about how when you're a kid, when you're kids, and especially when you first get to school and you start making friends, you kind of all make your own mythology and, like, uh, kind of concepts of how the world works. Because it's always, like, 
a lot of like secondhand stories, especially when you're in the first and second grade, yeah. like coming up then, especially if you have older brothers and sisters, like <clears throat> explaining to like the kids who don't have those siblings to tell you weird shit that you're not supposed to know. Oh yeah. Uh, like when you explain to like the 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 only child, like you start creating these weird pathos and like stories of grandeur um, all the time. It's a very strange time as a kid. And then you realize most of your friends are just fucking lying. Yeah. Well, and then also, uh, you know, the, the telephone game kind of comes oh, yeah. in where we we know we think we know a story and we try to recreate it or tell it, and then when we like are telling it and we realize that we are we're missing a detail or like small or big, and we're like, well, I can't just fucking bail out at this point. So you twist, you know, you you switch it a little bit, and then that story gets passed on to somebody else, and then it gets. That's why Facebook sucks because it's literally just a game of telephone. Oh yeah. Like it just you post something then somebody adds a comment and comment and comment and then people will post their own status it becomes this diluted un fucking manageable term of formation and information. It's like by the end of it like once it finally ends you're like nobody knows what the fuck actually happened. Yeah. And that's I think that's one of my favorite things about uh, storytelling, especially word of mouth storytelling, because the the greats, like one of my favorite examples to always, and it's it's mostly just a fascination to me, not necessarily even because it's a, I mean it is a great story, like th- I'm not gonna shit on it because it's one of the greatest stories ever written, but uh, the Odyssey, yeah, it's Homer or whoever you know whatever you whoever you think Homer is, whether it was a group of people, multiple people, or just one dude, which is more than likely unlikely. I like to think of it as a writer's room. <laughs> yeah. yeah the f- uh, having it attributed to just one dude at th- realistically, you're like, no, there's no fucking It's a way. room of Jewish writers. Seven layers <laughs> of hell. That sounds good. Gosh, wait, wait. Is that part of Homer's Odyssey? I'm getting things no, confused. No, that's uh, Dante's and Dad, I'm sorry. I'm getting yeah, things confused. Dante, My uh, bad. The, the Odyssey is... Damn uh, it. <laughs> that's... Uh, the, no, I think I know Homer's Odyssey. I've never read it, but I've watched Odysseus a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Greek, like the old, but... That was all done by campfire, word of mouth, bar, yep. like, you know, taverns, st- some dude fucking just telling a story. He didn't have anything written down because nobody knew how to fucking write. Yeah, well, that's how all ancient things are. Like, they've all been expanded upon and, like, retold and twisted in a way. But, like, uh, but I also don't think a lot of those stories where people get all up in arms and, like, if they really happen or not, I was like, well, why don't you just take the moral yeah. or value of the story and apply it rather than trying to figure out if it's real or fake? And it's just it's just fascinating to think that this dude went around and just told people this. And if you, it's a great epic tale. Like He's just doing stand-up yeah, <laughs> campfires. It's just crazy to think about people who were – savages compared to now oh dude yeah this just is crazy coming up with stories to tell people to keep them entertained like storytelling has been a part of human culture for literally ever right well that's like um uh, it, like one thing i love that's why we i like hanging out with friends or just going to bars and hearing people tell weird stories and talking it's like one of the best parts of life oh yeah and that's one reason why like one of the best things i ever did and i know i feel like i keep going back <laughs> to it but like i got off facebook for that reason is like now it's so fun like especially if i go back to my hometown when i go back and um people will be like Oh, did you see what happened with what? No, I don't have Facebook. What happened? Their face lights up because they get to tell a fucking story. Yes. 
It's so good. Because I don't know everything that happened, so they get to tell me what happened. Now, granted, I know I'm not getting all the information, but it's fun to hear them tell stories. And you think, and like I hear, I've heard people say, oh, people can't tell stories anymore because of that shit. And I was like, no, man, people are so itching to try to tell you shit. They oh, want yeah. to so bad. It's just the fact that everybody knows everything now. Like, they feel like they, they don't bring, need to bring anything up. That's what sucks about Google. Because you, if you're having an argument, you can just Google it. Right. Like, you can't just... You can't just hammer in this horribly dumb idea oh, and just dude, really just hold on to it and like, and then at the end nobody actually knows. Google solves that kind of shit in like a second. I know. I I still have arguments and I tell people, "No, don't pull your phone. This is fun. I want to do this. You fucking asshole." <laughs> even if even if I'm wrong or right, I don't really care. Like, no, I, I'm just having fun disagreeing with you. Exactly. I love playing the devil's advocate. See, that's what I think a lot of people because I'll get into like what would be considered a heated argument with someone, and they'll be like, "Why are you getting mad?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm not actually mad." Like. I'm like I'm having fun. Like the yeah. the point of debate isn't to just like have a rational like or at least friendly debate isn't to just be rational like oh I think this I well I think this no it's you're supposed to yell and talk shit like yeah well and that like in a debate too that's one reason why they have people sometimes argue the opposite of their yeah. position because it gets them thinking in a different way and they still have to think passionately about it you can't like because they want to win that's the problem is like everybody wants to win yeah my friends were in a. Uh, but uh, I had friends in the debate team, and they would tell me stories of like the the for or against arguments. And some of their against were like, "How how would I possibly be against this? Like, what rational argument am I gonna make? Well, I guess I have to try." Yeah. And they they I think one of them was like, "Are you against uh, like it was like uh, like clean water or something like?" <laughs> but it was like some legitimate. I want to drink out of the East Indian River. Yeah. It's the purest water ever. Yeah, but it was like I don't even know if it was that, but it was something like that fucking like small like or in, like something so hard to argue against that you can't even really rationally do that that's crazy yeah i i debate was never a thing i wanted to do no i like theater a lot more i did fucking three or four plays in high school oh uh, no i never was a part of that uh i did the i did do like the uh, drama class. I did drama one, oh, and yeah. I got invited to drama two, which is then when you get to be in the school play. But I didn't want to do it because it got in the way of sports. Yep. And also, I fucking hated our drama teacher. He's a dick. I'm the best thing we did. Um, so like, uh, we for our final, you know, we, the drama one, we had to act out uh, a scene from something. So yeah. Uh, you could either go find something that you had. That you knew from like something, and you could do that, or he had like a box of shit. Like you just go through these. And uh, me and my buddy wanted to do, like, some kind of comedy sketch, but we couldn't find anything that, we like, was appropriate yeah. at the time because we were into, like, Adult Swim, Whitest Kids You Know. My buddies did a sketch from Whitest Kids You Know, which was awesome. They Hell did yeah. the uh, the conservative gun guy or, like, the baby uh, skull-seeking bullets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did that whole sketch. It was fucking awesome. That's great. But um, so me and uh, my buddy Brett, we, found, we happened to be searching through. We turned it into a comedy sketch. It was a... Uh, play or a scene where a father is taking his son to a brothel to lose his virginity oh my god dude it was fucking and like i was i was like dude this has to be a comedy right this can't be like we're reading it like this has to be a comedy it can't be a drama at one point like the kid asks can i hold your hand papa and my buddy's is like and he's like no <laughs> like it just like just freaks That's out like we so were good. just delivering everything with comedic time it was hilarious That's it was so, so fun good. But we were then. Yeah, then we got invited to drama too. And we we're like, no, fuck this shit. Hell yeah! No, my 
my drama teacher was pretty fucking cool. He, like, he was just like an old, not old, uh, he was a, like, he had went to college to do theater, like, college-educated theater guy, and was just tired of fucking, like, hotshot like, <laughs> high school, like, kids who were like, I'm gonna be the star of this play, and he was just done with everyone's shit, and would constantly, like, put people in, like, positions to, like, totally make them, like, eat their own shit. That's awesome. So that they would, like, fucking just watch, he would, because he loved watching their egos just crash, because he did it to me a lot, like, because... I think I'm a fucking like I'm a stand-up. I love attention. Like, right. There's there's no de- like denying that that's a huge part of being on stage, and <clears throat> I was getting like kind of a hot head because I'd been in so many plays and I was doing all this shit, and I like loved some fucking line and he just like it, he was doing it like way over the top on purpose, but just like went over the mountain, started yelling at me like, "How could you fuck this line up? Blah blah blah. You've been doing this for how long? How do you not know your fucking lines by now?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh shit." Oh man. <laughs> but it was it was such a like. And it didn't. I didn't even like. I I didn't feel like he went over the line. Was how well he did it though. Because like the way he put it down, I was like, I really did fuck up. I deserved <laughs> that. <laughs> like that's how good he was. If you fuck something up, and he made you feel bad for doing it. It's very weird. I feel like that happens a lot in like those those kind of mediums for some reason. Like the like like a uh, marching band or the drama or like any of those kind of arts. I feel like is they they even made a like movie Whiplash. They even kind of oh, talk yeah. about that. It's, it's up. like where like the people, it's weird because like you hear constantly all the time about how sports like people who are in sports like coaches are too hard on athletes. They treat them too bad. And I'm like, dude, have you fucking seen what people do to people in the arts? Like they fucking destroy you. And what's hard about that is you when you any kind of art, you're actually laying out who you are most of the time. Oh, yeah. Like sports, yeah, it's a physical thing. It is your body, but it's not an expression of who you are most of the time. Yeah. Like there's nothing I hated more than when my art teachers like I was a I loved art class. Like when they would be like, We're gonna put this in one of these art contests and I'm like, Please don't. Like it's like I don't want because an art contest isn't about viewing an art and appreciating it. It's about looking at it and trying to figure out whose is better. And it's like it's not. Oh, I'm going to take each individual piece and appreciate it for yeah. what it is. And saying it's the same thing with like acting. Like you have to appreciate each performance, little as whatever how many lines it is. Each line or performance brought on is important. And like it's funny when you hear people say, "Oh." Athletes are treated so terribly. I'm like, have you fucking heard a band teacher yell at a fucking flute player for just happening to hit the wrong note? It's fucking brutal. Oh, it, and and the, and it's and usually those kind of kids aren't the kind who will, you know, fight back or be like, I because they no. know that, and they and the worst part is like you know you were wrong. Yeah, like it's not like oh I think I did it right and you're because there was a lot of times when I would argue with teachers and be like well I think you know because like especially in English. It, oh, that I was argue with like teachers a, all time in English. If I had like a creative writing project and uh, like and they were like, oh, I don't think people talk like this. I'm like, well, fuck you, I do. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm a person, so yeah. I talk like this, so people talk like this. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like, and also, uh, this it's one specific incident that made me like romantic. My freshman year of high school, because I've been I've loved writing since I was a kid. Like as soon as oh I yeah, write, dude, same. Yeah. I was a huge comic book like I, I illustrated my own comic books, oh, wrote yeah. stories constantly as a kid. So I thought I was, and I mean. I thought, like, I still think I was a better writer than anyone in my fucking class, because I'd been writing, like, that was what I did for fun, is I'd write stories, so I was like, oh, fuck yeah, like, creative writing, like, bam, and I get a C on a fucking creative writing thing, which, A, 
dick move for the teacher because it's like, how the fuck are you going to grade a creative writing thing? Yeah, it makes I, no sense. I got, the, I got the word count. That's all you technically wanted. I know it. And he gave me a C because he's like, your, your writing is stilted. It doesn't sound like legitimate dialogue. And I was like, I'm 14, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And like... What I like about those creative writing classes, too, when you talk about writing dialogue between people, people don't speak proper English. No. That's not how dialogue actually sounds. It's like, perfect example. Did you see The Hateful Eight? No. Uh, with Quentin. You didn't see Quentin. I, I, I know. I, mean, I yeah. just haven't seen it. Well, it's, it, it's an old Western film, you know. Now, that felt more believable what a western sounded like than like any kind of John Wayne western has ever sounded like because he, like John Wayne spoke clear proper where and like didn't use kind of slang really in those movies and that's to appeal to the entire mass of the art right. where Quentin Tarantino made a dialogue where you're like oh shit no this is how these fuckers would have really talked in this moment yeah. in you know, this predicament and it sounds nothing like proper english for the most part yeah. And that's real dialogue. Me and you speaking right now, we're not speaking proper English at oh, all, God but it's no. this is true dialogue. So, like, to say, like, how you write is not how people would speak is fucking stupid. Well, it was also weird because it's like, I also am not going to write in a book how people speak. Because no. if, if you're going to be reading it, like, you want it to, you want it to sound in, like, because you're not actually hearing it with your ears and you're not interpreting it as language. You're, it's a visual thing. Right. And if I'm reading something and it's just full of slang and, uh, like, unless it's a specific dialect that I'm trying to emulate, I want it to sound, you know, flowery and kind of and kind of stilted because it's, it's a book. It's a story. I'm not trying to make people sound like people. I'm trying to make them sound like characters in a book. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's why what got me, and also I was like, I'm 14, like, yeah, I don't Fuck know, what you I'm, man, yeah, like, fucking. Why don't you teach shit. me how to do this, dickhead? Call my shit stilted. What an asshole. The worst thing I ever is like an English teacher. I always hated like when you'd read books and shit like that, um, just because they already have their prejudgment on what they think everything's about. Yep. And uh, I had an English teacher come up to me, and we were reading Huckleberry Finn at the time, and she asked me what I thought this passage meant by this like it was a significant i can't remember i couldn't even tell you what the what it really was uh or what the passage was but it was a significant part of the book and she asked me what i thought it meant and i told her what i thought it meant and she goes that's wrong and i said what and she's like well what the author meant by this passage and i said no 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 you didn't ask me what i thought the author meant you asked me what i meant my life and i'm fucking 16 years old this time. I was like my life's experiences are completely different from Mark Twain's how could I know exactly what he meant when I only have the own filter of my fucking life to go by and she's like you're being very hostile right now and I was like you're the one telling me I'm wrong when you don't know how to ask a question aren't you an English teacher don't you understand definitions of words and dude she fucking just went <laughs> off and then like I didn't know this at the time but she was like friends with the, my mom and so she emailed my mom personally <laughs> and then my mom like uh, talk to me about it and I told her my side and she's like oh no you're totally right then and she emailed <laughs> her back and be like don't you ever tell my son that his opinion's wrong <laughs> fuck yes I, dude I love it when teachers get put in their place dude yeah well it's because like pe teachers for some reason uh, like it's so funny because now I'm sure you know a few teachers being that like well, we, you went to school with are, or whatever well, there are great teachers and then there are shitty teachers that deserve to get shit done yeah well and it's just uh, 
like I, I appreciate what they do, and it's a hard ass job. But goddamn, I some of them get so far up their own ass about it. It's so funny to watch like the people who think they're just how high and mighty because they do it. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, especially I feel like for some reason I don't. It's always high school teachers, and I've noticed that anyone who was a high school teacher, I feel like they were the kind of person. I mean, maybe it's just because I grew up in Iowa, but I feel like for a high school teacher, I feel like. 100% it's because you peaked in high school. <laughs> you're just trying to relive it. Yeah, I, I haven't got that feeling. I think a lot of it is, is just uh, sometimes with, like, especially certain educational uh, th- subjects and stuff, like mathematics, for instance. Oh, yeah. Sometimes being in any kind of, like, getting in a mathematics field uh, of any kind, like, that involves heavy math. It's hard to do, so you don't do you don't. It doesn't happen very for you to get in like one of those top tier fields where you get in there. So what it happens, you go teach high school because you have the credentials to do it. Oh, yeah. And then that's one reason why they fucking don't like kids because they're stuck at this job that they didn't want to f- in the fucking first place. But my favorite math teacher, I because I had several math teachers and uh, a couple sucked, but there was one who hated everybody, but still was a popular teacher because it. Everyone, like, kind of got her side. Yeah. No one was like, man, she's such a bitch for no reason. It was, man, she's being kind of a bitch, but we're also she's 100% right. Yeah. Like, we, we are dumb. <laughs> Do people love people who shit on people? Oh, yeah. Because there would be other teachers who would, like, when they would freak out, it would feel, like, pathetic. Because it, it would be like, you're like a grown adult. Like, why are you having a fit? Like, we failed the test. Like, are you, you're mad at yourself. Where the other per- teacher would be like, y'all are stupid as fuck. <laughs> I taught you this shit correct. And none of you paid attention. You know what people love? They love a heel. It's oh, like yeah. wrestling, man. Like, the, do people love the heel? They re- Like, it, rooting for a good guy is, yeah, okay, whatever. But rooting for the heel oh, yeah. is so much more fun because it's so against the grain. And everybody wants to feel like they're rebelling in some sort. Yeah, like. There's only a couple good guy teachers that I knew, and that was because they were je- like the stuff, and they they have specific topics that they could teach, like history in particular. Like if you're not passionate about history, it like it, it sucks. Yeah. So that's why it was always the good guys who taught history, or, the, or good women. Like any history teacher that I had in my high school, actually, I didn't have any. Well, no, there's one. She's a dumb bitch, and I hated her. <laughs> but every other one, like they were, they were all super into what they were teaching, and they were like they enjoyed the subject matters that they were go- and. There would be some like chapters they'd admit they'd be like, all right, this stuff's really dry, uh, but like we, li- you know, we have to go over it because of this. But we'll, you know, we'll watch a fucking movie or something. Yeah. And then you got those teachers who give black eyes to children. Yeah. <laughs> black eyed children. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're the ones who'd go in and fucking uh, black eyed children. They're asking questions like constantly. Can we get extra credit? Oh God, fucking! I need. I wish I knew more about the black eyed children, I but that, they're kind of one of those weird urban legends that are mostly just creepy because nobody really knows what they want. Because every a lot of the uh, different because it sounds like an urban legend that your grandma made up because yeah. she was bored and wanted you to come talk to her like this creepy child won't leave my house. But yeah, because like, and there's multiple reports of them is what's crazy. And this was bef- and, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, it was an old legend. So there were reports of this even before internet or like urban legends. Like I like the urban legends that naturally like percolated through the right. country with only through word of when, mouth. Do you know when these like first started popping up? Like uh, what with the when the reports popped up? Uh, I'm going to say 1996. 19- really? That yeah. late? I was going to say like 50s. Uh there might have been some like but 96 yeah, 96 is when it first started. I wouldn't say that's probably when it came into I w- I would say that's when it's 
came into popular culture. Mm. I'm assuming that it's one of those that, it, like, Bigfoot was probably getting spilled around the fucking, you know, bumfuck nowhere places until forever. And then somebody, you know, from a quote-unquote big city probably picked it up and they're like, oh, man, these fucking yokels are talking about this Bigfoot thing. <laughs> and then it, and then it went from there. That's probably kind of what it is. But I guess 1996. And it's the same with, dude, do you know the Chupacabra was, like, super late? No. Chupacabra was not a old urban legend. Really? I did yeah. not know that. Chupacabra was, like, again, around 80s, 90s. No way. Really? Yeah, uh, do you know... Uh, did you ever meet Lee Keeler? No. Uh, he was oh, like, yeah, Lee. No, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I'm sorry. He, he was a guest on uh, here at one point, and we talked about the Chupacabra, and he was talking about how he didn't grow up with the Chupacabra. You know, he said he had Bigfoot and all that stuff, but the Chupacabra didn't come in until he was already, like, I think he said in his, like, 20s-ish. No shit. Yeah, it's, it was a pretty recent one. Huh, I did not know that. Chupacabra... Well, I wonder if... It, like you said, I wonder if it's one of those things where it's like um, urb, urban legend because it start, came from Mexico. Yeah. So I wonder if it was like known in Mexico for the longest time, but then it didn't come around until into like mainstream culture here in a, a, until then. That makes yeah. sense. It's really uh, – that's why I love urban legends. Not just because obviously – believe – like I, I think when people say do believe this shit, it's, it, it's a weird loaded question because it's like, no, I don't – of course I don't. But I choose to. I'm like X Files, man. Yeah. I want to believe. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, it's like when people are like, oh, you do, you really believe in ghosts? You you really believe in ghosts? It's like, yeah, okay, I understand that it's silly. L- let me fucking believe in ghosts, though. What's it fucking hurting? Yeah, that's what, like people are like, oh, you're, you're such an idiot. No, like I. <laughs> Once again, that's just yeah. people wanting to shit on people. Yeah, though. like it's they want to feel smart for not believing in ghosts. It's like, yeah, no shit, idiot. Like, <laughs> let me believe in ghosts, though. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. No problem with it. Yeah, like that's or like aliens or like that, and that's why I choose to when I say it, like I believe everything, and it's not like no, I don't believe anything, but I choose to believe the shit that I think is fun. Let me ask you something, Matt. Yeah. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> Strange from the heart. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, uh, I thought you were gonna ask if I believe in love. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in life after love? After Fuck love? Yes. <laughs> or, I can feel <laughs> it. Or do you believe in a thing called love? Just as another rhythm in my heart. <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. Such a great fucking oh, song. Man. Karaoke fucking goes <laughs> off. Too. I remember one time I went up there to do something else and the DJ just kind of looked at me and he gave me a weird smile and I was like, what? And then that song started and I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so I signed up for something completely different, but he's like, nope. You're doing this. Because it, was, it wasn't like a... I got a busy night or anything, so I think that was he's just like fuck it, like yeah. you, you're, you and your five friends are here, like you're gonna sing this song because I'm bored. <laughs> That's funny. I, the only song I do on karaoke, at least well every time, is uh, the real Slim Shady. Oh fuck yeah! The last time I did, so uh, my buddies they got married the other uh, a couple weeks ago, and after their wedding, we went to this bar that we've always gone to. Right. So. Uh, and she comes up to me and like it was funny because I got there before the other bridal party and stuff like that, and I put my name in to do it. And she came up to me right right before she's like, "I'm just letting you know." And she like written she wanted me to do it, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I already put my name in." She's like, "Sweet," crumpled up and threw it because, and I was in a full fucking uh, tuxedo up there just going around and it was a wireless mic so i walked around the entire bar just singing Fuck the real yes. slim shady putting the mic in people's face dude i everybody was like dude like every i got everybody way too into it it was awesome that's the fun part about like there's the people who go to karaoke because they want to sing in front of people yeah and then there's people who go to karaoke because they want to fucking sing with people yep like that's why i love singing shit like uh uh oh, fuck. why can't i remember the name of it now uh 
God damn it. I was just listening to it. This is, isn't that fucking. This, oh, I hate that. Yeah. When you know exactly what you're trying to say and your mm-hmm. brain's like, I'm not going to give it, go? it to you. How's it go? Can you. Uh, I, I literally can hear it in my head. Hold on. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, build me a buttercup. Jesus oh, Christ. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't know why my brain. Because I've been listening to that song like nonstop for the past like four fucking days. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll just I'll talk about that. And then my brain was like done my favorite like if you want to get like the whole crowd like singing with you it's a go-to one that some people hate it's funny as people hate it but they'll still sing it and that's um friends in low places by garth brooks oh yeah everybody will fucking howl that tune or fucking just the standard don't stop believing i I fucking actually not a big fan i don't i don't even it's not a great song but i do love when everybody's into it yeah because and i think that's the energy of a bar full of people all singing along, whether or not they got the fucking words right. Yeah, but well, like it's it. Can, I just can't fathom. I think about that a lot. I can't fathom creating something that changes culture and everybody knows. Oh yeah, like fucking Colt Forty Five. Do you remember learning the words? Oh, to that dude, song? I remember that. Everybody still knows the words yeah. Colt Forty Five. Do you remember learning them though? Yes. I don't remember learning them. I just remember at some oh, point. Oh, you mean? Oh, like oh, do I remember actually sitting down and learning them? Yeah. No, you're right. No, you just you just, you just know, know it. it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so true. You just kind of you're you're, sing, you're like you hear it for the first time, and of course you don't know. But like two or three times later, when all your friends are singing along, you're like, "Why do I know this part?" See, this is when sometimes I believe we are living in a simulation it's because weird. we just get programmed with certain things. Like, nope, everybody has to fuck. It's like stock po- oh, yeah. programming. No, like there because there are songs that it's got like two year olds. It's such a good. I got super drunk and fucking sang that at karaoke one night and that li- some lady came up and was like you did a good job but I don't like the lyrics <laughs> I didn't write the fucking yeah, song bitch. exactly it's like Jesus Christ like I don't know what you want me to do I'm sure I picked the song but it's a great fucking song how about I sing baby it's cold outside will that make you fucking happier bitch <laughs> fucking I also sang uh, at, cause did you go to Genie's after uh, or did you go, did you do the karaoke for Beast Village uh, I did not. I because uh, I, I, I had worked the next. I should have. Next year I'm taking. Dude, Thursday is, like I'll say this about Beast Village. I love the whole festival, but I first like two years in a row. My favorite night of Beast Village has been the karaoke afterwards. Yeah, after whatever. Because it's whatever. everybody's like not too drunk because they just got off the show, but it's also like late, so nobody's going too hard because nobody's trying. And it's Thursday, so everybody's like piling around. Nobody's fucking hammered. Everybody's drinking, but nobody's like super fucked up everybody's singing karaoke and it's just everyone's talking and it's just cool to like talk to and meet all the new comics and yeah hang out with old dude friends. i had such a blast saturday night or oh, was yeah. that friday night was it friday night i think it might have been fr- yeah no it's friday night because i didn't uh because i did that fuck i had a wedding saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. so i went to but um friday night was these because like Dude, just everybody's fucked up, and like I remember, it spent. I watched a lot of the comedy, but then the funnest part was because you're the comics, like because they're the, the patrons who came to watch, and yes. they're all taking up seats, and you don't want to take seats from them because they're all sitting in the main floor watching. So half the comics are out on the back patio, lefties like we always are, and like so then we have all these new comics who are from out of town out there, and everybody's just out there bullshitting and laughing, and, uh, smoking and drinking, oh, and so just fun. having a fucking blast, and just dude. I met so many people that I I wish I could remember everybody's name, 
but I could probably tell you a conversation we had if I saw them. Like, oh, I remember talking to them about this. And oh, yeah. That's the best part is when you meet somebody and like you don't remember exactly who they are, but if you saw them again, you'd be like, ah, I remember this though. And you're just like, dude, what's up? Like, like you do the dude from across. Like, we get you a beer. Like, I can't remember a sing a th- a thing at all that me and Jose McCall said to one another. <laughs> but I distinctly remember we were hanging outside of Felix and Oscar's on Thursday night, and a fucking bird like flew behind me like i felt the wind behind my like legs like flew super low bangs into the fucking glass like window of felix and oscars and we're like oh shit a bird just like hit the window that's weird and jose just kind of like and he wasn't like dead he was just kind of like stunned jose walks over puts his finger down the bird gets on his finger and he like lifts it and like kind of like not like throws it but kind of like gives it a little like boost with his hand and like kind of helps it fly away with his hand just kind of like a throwing motion. It was so crazy. Is he a bird whisperer? I have what no the fuck? It was, and like I said, I don't remember a goddamn thing, but I will remember that probably my entire life. That's because he did it so smoothly. Just, oop, you know, gets down there, birds on his finger, and then, whoop, gone. Like, <laughs> That's nuts. It was so cool. Oh, shit. Man. You know how he did it? He's a black eyed child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, shit, I think that's about all the time we've yeah, got That's left. the best way to end this podcast. Yeah, that you story. got anything you want to bump? Yeah, dude, uh, everybody here, if you're listening to this, uh, you're get you're getting this hosted through the lovely site known as punninggame.com, which hosts the Grow Podcast right now that you're listening to, and Monster Jamboree, uh, Matt's other podcast. And it also has two of my podcasts on there, Who Gives F with my brother Nathan and I, and then Not Worth the Time uh, that I put at my bi-weekly podcast where I just find random shit to talk about. Um, also, you can just find our show, Fun Pun Gaming, where we play a bunch of video games and shit like that. Um, also, I'll be hosting uh, Adult Pizza Party. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, I'll be li- uh, hosting that on Thursday. That's uh, Thursday the night? Is it night? Is it oh, night? hell yeah, that's this. Yeah, I think so. Let me look up the date. I just want to make sure I get the date right. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm so slow. Fuck you. Fuck. iPhone. No, you're doing the wrong thing. No. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Well, this uh, will be coming out oh, after be, anyway, though. What? This will come out because I've got two more to send you. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Okay, well, then fuck then. Never mind. I'm well, not doing any show. Well, good job for doing that, though. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. You're doing no, that. Some, yeah, I'm hosting an adult pizza party on fuck the yeah. 8th. So, yeah, go out to that. But uh, just go check out punninggame.com. Thank you guys for uh, supporting. Uh, I know you guys have been hopping on and listening to The Grove, and it's been a good time. So. Fuck yeah. Glad to have you guys on the website. All right, and glad to have you as a guest again, Wade Taylor. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm always down to do this. Fuck yeah. All righty, that's it. That's all, folks.